0: Coming to church every Christmas Eve brings back so many great memories I had growing up in New England. It was always the culmination of the Christmas season for our family. You see, my parents always made sure each and every year that this time of year, the Christmas season was special, something that we would always remember for the rest of our lives. For me and my brother and sister and I, it was a season filled with memories You know, I remember not long after Thanksgiving each year, my dad would take us, me and my brother, out to a Christmas tree farm and we'd pick out the perfect Christmas tree and cut the tree down. You know, I'm almost pretty sure just about every year that tree slid off the roof of the car just about every year. (laughs) My dad would set it up and put the lights on it. We would always decorate it together as a family. The scent of apple cider would fill the house I remember, you know, one year my brother and sister and I, we were in the, the church Christmas pageant, and on the way to this production this one particular year, my dad's car caught on fire. There, me and my brother and sister were on the, on the side of the busy road, dressed like shepherds. <laughs> I can't imagine what the people driving by thought. What are the memories that come to mind for you when you think about Christmas. Maybe it's, it's a gift you received. Maybe it was a Barbie doll or, or that truck that you always wanted. There are a lot of different memories you may have no matter what age you are. Maybe for you it's, it's having the honey-do list at Christmas time and you have to go up in the attic and get all the lights down and then you got to put all the lights all over the house i got to be honest, that's not my most favorite part of Christmas time. But what's worse is that after Christmas, you got to take all those lights off the house and off the tree and put them back up in the attic. Or maybe you're a mom of the family and it's, it's really important to you that Christmas dinner is exactly right. It's cooking the ham or, or cooking the turkey and all the other things that go along that, that become traditions each and every single year. And for you, maybe there's a lot of stress in making sure that you get everything right. When you really think about it, Christmas is a time when we make a lot of memories. So I hope that this year, you'll make time to relax and enjoy time with friends and family and make, make some new memories. Have you ever stopped to think about the memories of the people had surrounding the birth of Jesus that first Christmas? Think about the innkeeper. It was a busy night. Everybody was there to pay their taxes. It was obviously very crowded. The innkeeper, the one who said, Sorry, there's no room. I'll bet the innkeeper, had he known it was God's Son, Jesus, he would have let him stay there in his room. But he didn't know that. And so we had no room for Jesus. There may be some of you as you stop and think about your Christmas, you do a lot of things, you celebrate, you cook the food, you cook all those great Christmas treats, you buy nice gifts, you have parties, you do a lot of great things. But you've never decided to make room for Jesus. And that was the big mistake of the innkeeper. And so I hope this year, no matter what you're, th- you're doing, that you'll include Jesus in your Christmas, and you'll find room for him. Or maybe there was the experience, the memory of Mary and Joseph. You know, they came to Bethlehem and wanted to, to find room, and he said, sorry, you can't stay here. No doubt they felt rejected. They had traveled for miles to come pay their taxes, and it just so happened that night Mary was going to give birth to Jesus and yet, they were no, and yet they were rejected and they had no place to stay they ended up in a stable probably kind of a cave where basically animals would be and that's where the Christ child was born as you stop and think about that Jesus was rejected so that you might be accepted some of you this Christmas might be thinking God doesn't love me I want you to know tonight, the message of Christmas is all about acceptance. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, God loves you and he wants to be a part of your Christmas this year. Think about the shepherds. Can you imagine the memory that they had? You know, shepherds were considered the least of these. If God were going to announce His Son to the world, don't you think He would have had a big media production? That He would have sent His PR team out ahead of Him? Maybe invite kings and queens and people of of influence would have been invited. Not Jesus. Jesus was born in a manger. The angels announced the birth of the shepherds, the lowly and the least. And tonight, whether you live in a mansion or an apartment or you're homeless, no matter what situation you might be in, no matter what class you may feel like you are in, Jesus cares about you. And the good news about the birth of Jesus is for you. The birth of Jesus was was very simple. It's the way God wanted it. But Jesus said, "God, God God lives a sinless life. Jesus was tempted in every way like you and I, yet He did not sin. And that's good news. So many times we say, Jesus could never understand what I've been through. That's not true. He's been through everything you and I have ever been through. He understands and He cares and He wants you to come to Him with your problems. Jesus also had a sacrificial death. He shed His blood on the cross for our sins because he wanted us to have new life and meaning. They buried him. Everyone thought it was over. But three days later, he resurrected from the grave. Death could not hold him back. The grave could not contain him. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe in me, you'll never die. You will live forever. Meaning if we accept Jesus into our lives as our Lord and Savior, we will live with Him forever in heaven. Because of Jesus' saving grace, you and I have real meaning this Christmas. Because of what Jesus has done, he could, we could never save ourselves. We're not good enough. Jesus took all, all, all of the bad things we've done and washed it away so that, on that cross so that you and I might be forgiven. And so this Christmas... We can have a future. We can have a hope. We can have a joy. We can have, we can have peace and a purpose because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so this Christmas, I pray that you would unwrap this Jesus... This is God's gift to you. It's Jesus. When we understand who Jesus is, that's a memory we will have for the rest of our lives. And tonight we're going to light the final candle of the Advent at the Advent. The light is reaching for you. The light of the world has come to Earth and is trying to reach you, extending hope, love, joy and peace. Will you experience the miracle this year? Will you unwrap and receive God's gift, His one and only Son, born to set you free? Will you give him? Will, <clears throat> will you give him heart? Will you give your heart to Him this Christmas, in worship, and in wonder? And as we light that final candle, I want all of us to stand, and I want to. Read Isaiah 60, verse 1. Matt's going to put it up on the screen. Let's say it together. Arise, shine for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord tithes upon you. And as you came in, everyone should have received a... A candle. If you have kids with you and you don't want them playing with fire, we have some glow sticks for you. So I'm going to light them. And as we do that, we're going to sing some songs of worship as we close out this evening.